Hi, I'm Melissa Unger, and this is the Over 50 and Don't Give AF Podcast. Everyone knows 50 is the new 30, so come on, let's hang out and let's use our intelligence, experience, and talents to kick it in gear and start loving life again. In this podcast, we'll be diving into how to show up and live our best lives. I mean, after all, we deserve it. So get ready because we will be changing our mindsets and looking at life in a whole new way. Good day, good day, everybody. Today, I have a special treat for you. I'd like to introduce to you Dee Burks. Dee is a good friend of mine, and she is a leader in creative and innovating ways to reinvent herself and in the process. She's a role model to others. You may know Dee from her highly successful YouTube channel, Retirement Rescue. Dee is also a ghostwriter. That is someone who is hired to write a book for other people as if they were that person. She is highly sought after and she is also a publisher. Hi everybody. Thanks for the invite to come on the podcast. I'm really excited to talk about things today. I think uh, a lot of the people from my YouTube channel will be thrilled too. They like to go and listen to podcasts too. I think everybody does. But we will be sharing this across the YouTube channel and also sharing it with the YouTube channel with your community, of course. It's really exciting to be here and uh, talking about fun things today. Uh, One thing that I love about Dee is she is phenomenal at reinventing herself. She's very creative. She taught herself how to paint. She's just one of those people that will surprise you every time you turn around because she's doing something new. And you really do need to go to her YouTube channel, Retirement Rescue. And I'm going to have her explain what that is about and what inspired her for that channel. So Retirement Rescue was really an idea I was thinking about for a long time. The idea, because I was in my 50s, and I am in my 50s still, (laughs) I was in my early 50s, and I had semi-retired. And a lot of people my age we're encountering some of the same issues, the same worries, the same concerns about, you know, should they semi-retire? Should they keep working? Should they fully retire? Can they? Uh, And they had a lot of different concerns. And so I really wanted to do a channel that really dealt with the concerns of people just like me, people that were trying to figure out their life. Now they're over 50 and they're moving toward that stage of life that's going to include semi-retirement or retirement, either one. And there are a lot of different changes when you go through that kind of transition. And so that's really what started the channel. But I knew nothing about video, nothing about recording. (laughs) But I decided that, you know, if all these little young pups can do it, then hey, I can too, right? So I learned how to do the videos uh, from the how-to videos on YouTube. So I learned how to YouTube from YouTube, which was really cool. Anybody could learn it. It took me about three or four months of really working, and then I uploaded my first video. And I just passed my second year on YouTube. And I'm really excited. I'm up over 17,000 subscribers now. And so a lot of people are listening in. They're, They're really connecting with what I'm trying to say and what 
the issues and concerns are. And as I've talked to you about, uh, one of the biggest concerns people have when they're thinking about semi-retirement or retirement is health care cost and how to stay healthy. Because mm-hmm. that's a big deal. No one wants to retire because they're sick and then they can't enjoy their retirement. No one wants to wait that late. And no one also wants to get to retire and feel like they can't go to the doctor because it's so expensive or they now have a chronic issue. So mm-hmm. that's, one, that's a huge concern of people our age is how do you take better care of yourself? Yes. And I mean, that goes into so many areas as well. It can go into your mental well-being, emotional well-being, of course, your health, learning different ways to eat. And when you're 50 and over, things start slowing down a little bit, as we know. <laughs> you know, for me, the eyesight gets has gotten a little worse. The joints are a little more sore, that kind of thing. But then we also have the worries for finances, the emotional toll that that can take. And our spouses, our significant others, you know, they're getting older too. And it's just a whole other ballgame of problems and actually not just problems, but things that we look forward to as well. And, you know, it's just a whole new life, basically, you know, and and so you can reinvent yourself, you can learn how to do other things if you want to. So what in your channel, what has been like the most popular topics that people have been asking you about things that, you know, they need help with the most? What's what are you finding? You know, interestingly enough, one of my most popular videos was on downsizing and decluttering. How do you move into a smaller space? A lot of people, they live in the family home or they've decided that they want to semi-retire somewhere else or be near their kids or whatever. And so they want to know, now that I've got this house full of stuff, and you know, people our age, we have parents who are dying, we have aunts and uncles, they all have a house full of stuff too. And so trying to figure out how to declutter and downsize in an effective way so you can save money as well as just lighten your load. You know how it is when you go through and you clean something completely, how good that feels. There is a big psychological advantage of getting rid of all that literal baggage Mm -hmm. that you're carrying around all of the stuff stuffed in your closets and all the stuff stuffed here and stuffed there things you haven't used in years one of the big jokes on my channel is the bunt pan when's the last time you used that bunt pan you know I mean are you really going to use the bunt pan and some people do but most people don't in fact a lot of people it ends up as a decoration on their wall somewhere some people have two why (laughs) yes you have multiple bunt pans Um, but you know it's that kind of thing it's making some decisions on how you want to live this part of your life and being lighter, being able to travel, mm-hmm. being able to live somewhere where you're not surrounded by things that are not necessarily positive reminders of the last 40 years, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, but you also need to figure out how to do that effectively. What do you do with that stuff? Where do you put it? How do you get rid of it? Mm-hmm. And so those have really been really popular on my channel because a lot of people our age uh, in the 50 plus range 
They're not only decluttering their own homes, but they're also helping relatives, elderly relatives that are moving into assisted living or uh, hospice or whatever, and they need to help them too. So that's really been popular. Yeah, the good thing with that type of um, situation too is if you're wanting to declutter and get rid of a whole bunch of your stuff, you can actually make money from that. You can sell that and that would help your finances as well. That can be kind of a pain in the butt, but at the same time, have a little extra income because somebody's, you know, what's what's that saying? Um, one man's trash is another man's treasure, <laughs> you right. know, and so, which is good. And you can pawn it off on your kids. Here, take this. This will be a good <laughs> memory for you all to have from growing up. So, yeah, that's, I can see where that one was really important. And in fact, I'm looking around my house going, I have got to get rid of stuff. There's just, that clutter has that emotional way down on you. And it's just, when you come in and there's bright, clean, clear counters and floors you just you just feel better, you know. So that is super important. That's another part of our healthy mental and emotional well being is not being weighed down by stuff, by problems, by not feeling good, all that kind of thing. The uh, decluttering videos I've seen, I've watched them, and and then Dee doesn't just like tell you what to do. She actually does it, and then she shows you like video and pictures of what she's done. She totally transformed her pantry. I mean, she did some building. She had like <laughs> some tools and stuff in there. And so, you know, and that was really cool. And if you're not handy like that, that's okay. There's still other things you can do. And then always, you know, it's good to look around and find some bargains for your shelves or, you know, whatever those types of things are and condense and, you know, make some space, get some space. So as far as like the financial aspect for people, do you get a lot of feedback for that issue and retirement and how to build up their account? Oh, absolutely. Finances are so important for people because everyone worries about it. And the big deal is everyone thinks they're going to run out of money. That's one of the reasons that, you know, people who watch my channel, they know I'm a big proponent of semi-retiring. People can retire way earlier than they think they can. And I hear all the time from people who are like, oh, I just don't have any retirement. That doesn't mean you can't semi-retire. If you're committed to, as I did when I moved uh, here five years ago, to lowering your expenses, getting rid of all that clutter where you can live in a smaller space, lower utilities, then you realize you need way less money to live on. You can easily semi-retire or sometimes get a job completely different from the one you have that you enjoy more. And that's really a lot of it too. While not worrying about, oh, what about my finances if I completely quit? That is a concern for people. And you know, depending on your age, uh, some people may start to draw their Social Security. Some people, they decide maybe I'll work, maybe I'll volunteer, maybe I'll do something like that. But those that financial concern is always a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I talk a lot about is how to create several streams of income. Like, for example, my YouTube channel produces income for me. My writing produces income for me. These are things I do at home. These are not things I have to go somewhere. Oh, God forbid I have to go somewhere. I just hate that. Um, I don't have to get dressed. I don't have to go anywhere. And in fact, it's almost a problem now if I have to get dressed and go somewhere. I don't have those kind of clothes anymore, you know, (laughs) because I've gotten rid of all of them, you know. I don't have those work clothes and those professional-looking clothes and all that stuff, and which I kind of like. I have a very casual lifestyle. 
And really, to me, that is what retirement is, where you are in control of your time. You say where you go and what you do. You know you're able to make money from home or from other streams of income, and you don't have that worry that you'll run out of money. I think that's one of the cool things about either continuing to work part-time or do things like I do that are multiple streams of income because those keep up with inflation. Your pay goes up, you know, and when you're on a fixed income, it doesn't. You know, the most you're going to get is a cost of living increase, which is not always large, and it's certainly not keeping up with inflation. So having that ability to vary your income, take care of yourself, and yet have time to enjoy your life, that's what it's all about. So with Dee being so creative and innovative on things, I'm kind of curious, do you have anything else in the works that you're thinking of? (laughs) Maybe a year or two from now that you're interested in, that you would like to learn about a little bit? Because the multiple stream of income is super important. And it doesn't matter if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s. It doesn't matter if you're 20s or 30s. You can have that. You just have to be a little creative. You just have to step out there and learn it. And that's the basis of being able to do that. There's not just one way to do anything. So so in the future, do you see yourself doing anything else? Well, as they say, there are many paths up the mountain. (laughs) And so, yes, I am planning on hopefully here in the next year or two uh, buying a home on some land. Uh, I'm a really big proponent of paying cash for things. The house I live in now is very, very modest. It is a single wide mobile home, and I moved from our family home to that because I could pay cash for it. And my plan now is to buy a piece of property with a house on it move my current house over to that property and use it as an Airbnb, and that'll be an additional source of income. I also want to start a retirement rescue podcast. So I'm here learning (laughs) from Melissa because, you know, uh, one of the best ways you learn are from other people who are stepping out there and doing things that you might want to do. It's a great way to test the waters. And there are always people, uh, there are people on YouTube that are very generous to share. I mean, if someone asks me about, you know, starting a channel or ask me to go look at one, I absolutely do. Because it's one of those things that just having the courage to step out when you know nothing and do something new is intimidating. But you know what? All you have to do is take that first step and then the next one and then the next one. And before you know it, you have multiple streams of income. And that is so inspirational. And I do. I pick her brain all the time about a YouTube channel. And <laughs> I've, I've tried to start one just a couple times, but I just haven't quite climbed over the threshold yet. But with this podcast world, um, that will definitely be the next step. And I've been learning a little more about that as well. Uh, the two just go hand in hand. You know, there's people, they want to see your face. They want to see the hand gestures, the motions. It's just better for them rather than just listening. That's definitely going to be the next step. And uh, I'm sure I'll be driving you crazy asking you questions on that. But that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. That's the fun part. Just talking about the opportunities to not quit stuff after you hit 50. To get out there and do some things that you enjoy. Because pretty much what we're learning, things that we enjoy, you can make money from that. You know, and if you want to. And if you don't want to make money from it, do it anyway. That's awesome. But right now we're in an age where 
internet, online stuff is uh, pretty much what the world is doing right now. If there's anything you want to see, do, learn, you go online to do it. And so that's basically what the avenue is. And you can learn how to do it. You're never too old. I can attest to that. (laughs) And there's always help out there that can help you with that as well. That's pretty much what we're talking about today is being um, over 50 and not giving AF, even though we do need to give AF about our finances, about our health. It's just maybe not giving AF about how you get to that point of learning it. Just do it. Get out there and do it. Life is short. So another part about learning something new is that it can be intimidating. It can be a little stressful and overwhelming. Well, and a really good example of that, uh, like we talked about previously, I mean, I had listened to one of your previous podcasts, and on that particular podcast, you had talked about integrating healthier foods into your diet. And just like learning something new, if you have had a diet that's just a habitual, you've kind of eaten the same things most of your life, you know, you can't figure out sometimes how to incorporate something new, even if it's for your benefit. Even if you've watched all the YouTube videos that show you how to cook new things. One of the things that we were talking about was years ago, because I was raised on the regular meat and potatoes, farm ranching kind of diet. I had no clue what a caper was. Had no clue what that is. Had no idea. You know, I was just a farm kid, right? But a few years back... I learned what capers were. They're just little, you know, uh, juniper berries uh, that have been cured, kind of like how they cure olives, actually. And they're very traditional. I mean, the Romans had capers, you know, it's very traditional. And they're really very good for you. And years ago, I mean, because I got a jar because I didn't know what they were, right? I think I saw it on like Emerald Um, Lagasse Food Channel way back then. I thought, you know, I'm going to get some of those because (laughs) it's fancy, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to do that and cook a Cornish game ham. I'll be Emerald. There you go. So I went and I got this jar of capers and couldn't figure out what to do with them. Well, over the years, I have figured out that they are a fabulous substitute for anything you'd put pickles in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I put them in things like tuna and things like chicken salad and uh, deviled eggs are one of my, gosh, I feel like Forrest Gump. There's chicken salad and tuna. (laughs) (laughs) Deviled eggs are fabulous, though. And I also make a really light white sauce to put over fish because, you know, now I live in the mountains now where I can go trout fishing all the time. And so I love trout. Mm -hmm. And capers are wonderful. And so, but it's really easy when you think about what you're doing now and the little tiny changes Mm -hmm. that you can do that will really help you improve your health. You can still eat your tuna. But now you have capers instead of pickles. And now my mom always used to put apples in uh, tuna fish salad or tuna salad. Of course, she was feeding a bunch of kids. So, boy, that tuna stretched a long (laughs) (laughs) And kids love it. I still eat it with apples in it because kids love apples. Well, that sounds good. Refreshing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's little changes like that that over time make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like when I talk to someone about doing a YouTube channel or doing an Airbnb business, it is such, it is so overwhelming at first but a lot of that is because you don't know but once you start learning and you incorporate the little things before you know it you're there 
And your health is the right. same way. It's incorporating the little things. It's not going out and trying to lose 50 pounds in a month and run miles and miles. That just makes me sick thinking about it. <laughs> right. It's, it's the small things. It's walking your dog an extra block. It's incorporating some of these healthier foods and stuff you're already doing. Mm-hmm. I really hate it when people say, oh, that's just not for me. That's, there's just too much to it. No, there's not. No. Uh-uh. No, there's not. And you absolutely can do it. You can be healthier. You can live longer. And honestly, it is way cheaper to be healthy than it is to be sick. It is hard to get it back. So don't get to that point. Just simple things like replace something. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having like potato chips, you know, cut you up some cucumber. You know, just little things like that help. Have some green tea throughout the day. You know, coffee they found is really good for you. There's so many health benefits of coffee, and I'm so thankful for that. <laughs> Thank you so much. I have this collagen powder, and I put that in my coffee every morning, and that helps your skin. It helps your joints. You know, I just, I, I can tell the difference with it. I mean, really, check out your supplements. Make sure you're getting good quality supplements and take those. You know, our immune system is everything. And when you do things like, have the green tea instead. Have green leafy veggies instead of that, um, like those uh, mashed potatoes or, you know, with the heavy gravy, all the stuff we love. You do something a little different. And there's so many substitutes that you can put into your life one step at a time to make those changes. Another good thing to do, too, for that would be to, you know, turn off all the screens about an hour before you go to bed. Pick up a book and read a lot of people they like the digital reading now and on their iPads or their Kindles or whatever but that keeps your brain awake so get the pages get that paper you know smell that book I like to when I'm I just smell the pages I'm like oh I love a good book and you know and then just read and that gets your brain ready to go to bed it gets that melatonin where it's supposed to be let's get that extra sleep because that's going to make a huge difference as well that's going to help your stress levels by your nutrition you know one of the things we also talked about was easing into it it's kind of like semi-retiring before you retire Um, that's really true with your eating habits too if you love potatoes and who doesn't love potatoes you know but I'm sure you've probably had the experience as I have when you eat a bunch of potatoes it feels like your stomach blows up like a balloon Mm -hmm. and you just feel so full One of the things that my grandmother used to do, and of course she was a young mother, I should say, during the Depression, and of course we have an Irish background, and she would make, it's a version of coal cannon, where you cut your potatoes with cabbage. You blanch your Ah. cabbage, you chop it up, and you blanch it. You cook just a little bit of bacon, so you have that bacon flavor, Mm -hmm. and then you put it in with your potatoes. And of course they did it back then to stretch those potatoes out, because cabbage is cheap. Oh yeah. But it's actually really healthy. To do it that way mm-hmm. because that cabbage brings the calories down you don't feel near as full but yet you get that great potato flavor so that that's just one way you don't have to go whole hog as i say mm-hmm. and just you know go to eating rabbit food at all that's not what, what it's about it's about easing yourself mm-hmm. into getting used to new flavors and new tastes and it's fun honestly it because is. it really opens mm-hmm. up your palate And it opens up all the things you're willing to eat and try. You know, some of you, because this comes up on my channel all the time, is the person watching my channel is totally on board with what I'm saying, but they're married to someone who is totally not. (laughs) (laughs) But even for your uh, meat and potatoes kind of guy, there are lots of things you can do 
to lighten up those meals, to ease them into eating better, eating healthier, and honestly, they'll feel better. They may really balk at uh, doing some of those things, but they won't really confess how much better they feel, and they will feel better. And I also made, this is a fun discovery, I also made this potato discovery because I went to a point where I did the keto thing. A lot of people do. A lot of people love it. Uh, But honestly, it's not conducive to our lifestyle. You know, it really isn't. And I don't want to demonize any foods. I do not want to sit here and have like, oh, you can't eat that. That's bad for you. I don't, you know, I don't want to do that. So I found out with potatoes, and I wish I would have known this, but you cook potatoes, you let them sit in the fridge overnight, and then the next day you heat them up again, and the starch, you don't have to worry about the starch. Your body metabolizes it so much differently. And it doesn't add, because I'm very sensitive to carbs and that kind of thing. My body, I just look at a donut and there's five pounds, right? <laughs> you know? And so I have to watch that. But I'm not going to go carb-free. I'm not going to do that. So when I found this with potatoes, and it, you can do it with rice, you can do it with sweet potatoes, that little trick. Cook it the night before, the day before, let it sit for 24 hours in your fridge and get nice and cold. And then when you go back to heat it up and eat it, you're not going to have the big uh, blood sugar fluctuations. So, you know, that's something else you can do too if you have that meat and potatoes guy or you're a meat and potatoes person, you know, and you don't want to give them up, but yet you know, I need to make a few changes. You can do that too. There's ways to tweak things. Mm -hmm. That is definitely the fun thing about life. That's the fun thing about being over 50. I feel like we have more of a freedom to reinvent ourselves, to learn new things, to we've had the experience. We've been parents or we've been caretakers of some sort we've been in the workforce we have our careers under our belts there's a lot of people they're not going to be able to retire till they're 60 65 so they're still in that but also right now too that way of life is kind of going underwater there are more and more people now you were talking the semi-retirement type of thing different streams of income there's people that will take like a month off because they know they can jump back in to that workforce and to make that money. They're not so nine to five anymore. They're not so, you know, 40 year in the union thing. It's not that way anymore. And there's multiple ways to have that retirement without having to have that 401k, even though it helps, you know, and you can do that on your own too, right? You, you'd educated me on that too. Most of my learning on things that, that I am learning about financially is from D because She's just a wealth of knowledge. It just amazes me. I'm always like, I didn't know that. You know, or she'll she'll tell me something. I'm like, never heard of that. And then I'll go and research it and be like, oh, dang, where has this been all my life? So so I definitely uh, want to invite you to go over to YouTube and you can put in their retirement rescue. It's easy. You will see the multitude of videos. She's got over 17,000 subscribers, always wanting more because that's a good thing. You'll be expanding your knowledge on different ways that you can enhance your income and your later years in life. That's right. I welcome anybody to come over uh, to the YouTube channel and say hi. Let me know that you uh, listen to Melissa's podcast. I appreciate that. And she does too. So just drop me a uh, comment. 
on whatever video you watch, and I will see it. I read all the comments, and we hope to see you soon. But thank you, Melissa, for having me on. I really enjoyed it, and she's going to be visiting the YouTube channel soon, so watch out for that. That's going to be a blast. Thank you so much, Dia. I do appreciate you coming over and doing this. This is our first uh, interview. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And thank you so much for joining me and my special guest, Dee Burks, today on Over 50 and Don't Give AF, where I bring innovative ways to change your mindset from being stagnant and wondering what you are going to do with your life. You can find Dee's YouTube channel link below to make it easy to hop on over, check out her channel, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed be sure and let her know that you were there. Talk to you all soon. <laughs> hey, wait, is it seriously legal to have this much fun?